chocolate. The beat of Latin music pulsated as she sat for several minutes, simply eating. Finally, she put the car in gear. His attraction to this woman had nothing to do with the gentle sway of her hips or the tilt of her head. He wasn't drawn to the shape of her ass and the dark skirt, the curve of her breasts and the white silk blouse, or the slender line of her calves. That was all nice, but what made him really hard was the awareness that he was going to kill her. Thoughts of leveling his gun at her heart made his erection pulse. He was in control of the last minutes of her life. The power was intoxicating. Her taillights clicked on, and she drove toward the I-35 south ramp. He dashed back to his van and followed, lights off until he reached the interstate ramp. He gripped the wheel as he trailed her, careful to remain several car lengths behind. It was an unseasonably warm night, nearly moonless, and the stars were bright and clear. He turned on a country-western tune and rolled down his window, savoring the breeze on his face. Three minutes of driving. The traffic around them was sparse. The tire was still rolling. Her car would soon slow. She'd drop back from the small herd of cars. They'd be alone. Five minutes of driving. The taillights of the few cars had raced toward the dark horizon. Her car was slowing. The back right tire was already deflating. Seconds ticked by. He switched on his cell phone jammer. Seven minutes of driving. The tire was nearly on its rim. The car rocked awkwardly. Her right blinker flashed on, and she pulled to the side of the road. Gravel kicked up under her tires as dry Texas dust swirled up. He pulled in behind her killing his headlights quickly as more lights glared in his rearview mirror. He waited. An 18-wheeler blew past him, the rush of air slightly rocking the van. Cars stopped on the side of I-35 often enough that not everyone paid attention. Still, he needed to get moving. No telling who would come upon them or how long they would be alone. He had to move fast. It wasn't safe out here, but the risk of his own capture amped up the rush of adrenaline that snapped through his body. His heart pounded as he checked his rearview mirror and saw only the dark stretch of highway. All clear, he clicked on a small camera sewn into his jacket and tucked the well-oiled Beretta into the waistband under his jacket. He got out of the van, his booted feet crunching against the fine gravel as he walked toward her car. His heart beat fast. His mouth was dry. His fingers tingled and his gut tightened with eagerness he'd not felt in a long time. Slowly, he walked toward the driver's side window, and when he knocked on the glass, the woman flinched. He smiled, dispelling the tightness in his expression. She met his gaze and smiled. This was going to be more fun than he'd imagined. The game had begun. Chapter 2 the pills make the day's oppressive routines possible. San Antonio, Texas, Sunday, November 26th, 8 o'clock a.m. Homicide detective Theo Mazur parked on the side of I-35, 20 miles outside of San Antonio, behind the forensic van and the collection of Bear County cop and rescue vehicles. Flares had closed the two southbound lanes, and a deputy was directing snarled traffic toward the access road that ran parallel to the highway. The morning sun cast a warm glow over the endless miles of brush, low prickly trees, and red dirt. 
Mazer climbed out of his SUV, and immediately the mid-70s temps reminded him he was far from home. No crisp bite in the air or scents of snow. No rumble of the L trains or the honks of cars in congested Chicago traffic. A transplant from the Chicago Police Department, he had joined the San Antonio Force just six months ago. Culture shock remained a daily annoyance, and today's weather was simply one aspect— what had been automatic to him in Chicago, navigating the streets, eating at a favorite bar or restaurant, hanging out with friends, or hell, even knowing the names of the beat cops, wasn't a given here. Every crime scene required a GPS. Every new uniformed cop was a test in name memory. What came naturally in Chicago took time here. The move south came when his ex-wife, Sherry, had told him seven months ago she was moving with their daughter, Alyssa, to San Antonio. He and his ex had lost their...